All right, Cordell, you and I, a couple of weeks ago, really felt like this defense was not as bad as advertised. And I think that the past two weeks have shown that this defense is starting to, to find its way. Even with missing parts, you know, not being available like a Justin Houston, like a Tyus Bowser, um, you know, uh, you, you are going to miss uh, Marcus Williams for quite some time, unfortunately, due to his wrist injury, he did go on IR. Um, but you do have a, a you do have depth in the secondary um, currently. So you know, while the Ravens are still like bottom five in terms of yards allowed, they they're they're better in other areas. For instance, they are tied for first place in interceptions, something that we were not familiar with at all last year um i believe you mentioned that they are is it 17th currently in run defense yeah okay listen it looks worse <laughs> i can <laughs> tell you that it looked worse than 17th so that tells me that there's 15 teams worse than the ravens in run defense and honestly i just think that this is just the beginning i think that they'll find a way and they'll get better as the as time goes on you see jpp in his second um week of action getting involved in this defense and Marlon Humphrey, man, I, I can't say enough about the play of Marlon Humphrey thus far. Um, this, this season, he has played exceptionally well, literally, you know, him, Marcus Peters, they found ways to keep Jamar chase um, at bay. So I, we have both said this. We feel like that this defense is not as bad as you would like to think. Everybody wants Mike McDaniel fired. Everybody wants this guy fired. Everybody wants this guy fired. And I felt that that was all premature. This is a new defensive coordinator. They're new defensive players. All of those things have to come into play. Add to the fact, Cordell, that most of these guys didn't even play in preseason. But for the first four weeks, you might as well say a lot of these teams are preseason teams. I mean, you know, teams that haven't had preseason reps together. So after your quarter, I think you can start really accounting for what these teams are going to be like moving forward. And if we're going by the first quarter with well, the last two games, they played two high-powered offenses, and they found ways to contain both of those offenses. I don't have anything bad to say about them right now. And basically, I like when you and I are correct when it comes <laughs> to certain things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always a good a good feeling. Uh, you know, and also I want to point out, I was I was actually incorrect. They're 12th in rush defense. Which oh, excuse is me. Better. So we, let's right. move them up five slots. Right, right. even better. Um, and we didn't mention uh, – our predictions for this past weekend, you know, I think we were on each on opposite sides. I think you took the Bengals uh, to win on Sunday. Yes, what did I say? What you did wanted I say? them. I mean, I know you wanted them. I know you wanted to be wrong. I, I, I said that, that was a re reverse right. psychology thing, right? And so it was. I picked them because you picked the Bills last right. week, and I picked the Ravens last week. So I flipped the script and said, since I was wrong last week, I hope I'm wrong this week too. So I picked right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that it ended up working out for the both of us. Uh, but yeah, I think this defense has definitely gotten better. Um, the loss of Marcus Williams is going to be a huge blow. Can't yeah. can't deny that going yep. forward. We're gonna to have to see what see what they look like uh on the back end because he's been kind of that safety net for them. He he's yep. been that guy to to turn the ball over and 
be that center fielder to to show his range from sideline to sideline. Not having them is not having him is going to be a huge blow. There's no no doubt about it. Geno Stone to get put in there, and I think it says something about how they feel about Kyle Hamilton right now. The fact that your 14th overall pick is not the guy that's sliding into that spot right now, but. It'll be Geno Stone with a mix of Kyle Hamilton. We'll see what happens on that back end. I'm definitely concerned, though, going forward. Yes, you but, should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but right now, just sticking with the last, especially the last two games, yeah, this defense has stepped up, you know, going up against that Bills team, holding them to 23. You hold the Bengals to 17. You'll take it. Um, and I think that they're starting to figure something out on the defensive side of the ball. They're They're gelling a lot more now. Uh, guys are getting healthier. I think that's a big part of it. Marcus Peters, who barely practiced this past week, was out there playing a significant amount of snaps on Sunday night and making a huge impact on the game. Marlon Humphrey, again, you know, that you mentioned. He's another one that's, I think, getting healthier right now. That's that's what they need. They need those two guys to be what they've been so far, and that's one of the better cornerback duos in the NFL. Yep. Um, I think that as long as guys like Patrick Queen can continue to make the play that you know those type of plays that he made on Sunday night, especially the interception, you yeah. want to minimize some of these missed tackles. But I think watching Patrick Queen out there, I think a lot of it. I'm not even going to say a lot of it, but some of it is fatigue. He plays a lot of snaps. He does, and he had a couple of times where you know he has his arm tackle moments, but. I watch him get up and he's exhausted. He's he's trotting to the sideline and just asking for a blow. And you look at his snap count so far this season, he's played a lot of snaps. And, and to, I be think fair, to be fair, Cordell, not to cut you off, to be fair, this defense as a whole has played a lot of snaps, particularly in the second half of games mm-hmm. because the Ravens' offense has not – they've sputtered. And yep. they've had – honestly, they've had too many snaps in the second half, which – a lot of times has played into the demise and their two losses, in my opinion. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, and, and that's, that's exactly right. The second half has not been kind to these guys. Uh, I think this week it was a little more leveled out, I should say. Uh, but the Bengals definitely did outpossess the Ravens in the second half. The Bengals had uh, almost 16 minutes of time of possession in the second half to the Ravens 14. So not terrible, but it kind of goes with what you're saying that of how the defense is on the field a lot more in the second, in the second half than they are uh, in the first half. In the first half, it was reversed. The Ravens offense had the ball for almost 16 minutes and the Bengals offense was on the field for 14 minutes. So yeah, um, the front line, we've seen guys like JPP have to play a lot of snaps. We've seen Justin Houston before he got hurt had to play a lot of snaps. So, yeah, you know, I think fatigue is a factor and they don't have a lot of guys that they can trust specifically on that second level. Um, But adding A.J. Klein in there, maybe that'll help eventually once Tyus Bowser gets back, that'll help uh, be able to level out the numbers a little bit more than what it is right now. But, yeah, all things considered, look, they're not great at anything, but they do a lot of different things well enough. They turn the ball over. They're very great at that right now. Um, and they're they're really good at just getting the job done. They're, they're a defense right now that's 
you can't pinpoint anything that they do exceptionally well outside of the interceptions. Yeah, outside, outside of that. But other than that, it's like a defense. It's kind of like the Chiefs defense. It's like just be good Wait a minute now. I think that they're a little bit better than the Chiefs. I'm not saying that they're as bad as the Chiefs defense, but I think as the year goes on, they're going to have they're going to continue to have problems stopping teams. Their schedule does lighten up after the bye week right now. We'll see what happens. But I just feel like they're going to be a team that when you look at the stats, especially the defensive rankings, they're not going to wow you. But in the game, they'll do enough to keep you in the game. That's really all you can ask for nowadays, especially in the AFC. So are we calling this a bend but don't break, even though I hate cliches? Is this a bend but don't break? I'm trying to avoid calling it that. But yeah, it's hard, right? Because what else? How else do you explain what's going on here? Because they're not giving, like in the past couple of weeks, they're not giving up a ton of yards. They, I think, they held um, Burrow to 217 total passing yards. I'm checking that right now. Um, yes, they they gave uh, Burrow 217 yards. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, look, Jamar Chase. Had no touchdowns. He's you know seven receptions for fifty yards. Hayden Hurst was the one that they had to go to because they right. literally took um, Jamar Chase out the game the week before. They gave look Josh Allen two hundred and thirteen yards. So listen, I, you know it's it's. I know we want to keep harping about the Miami game, but we're three weeks we're three weeks removed from that at this at this point. They clearly have gotten better since then, and they played, in my opinion, quarterbacks better than Tua since then and yeah. they've done nothing but play well since then so while they're not dominant like you know these other defense and i was gonna say the steelers defense but then they just gave up 38 points yeah, and, to and, buffalo and, so that ain't it dj um, watt not being there is, is really a big well, absolutely absolutely no pass rush the past lack of pass rush is hurting them badly but you know if they're not they're not one of these other defenses that are playing well that we can think of, but ultimately they're, they are playing well. They are, they're playing They're in the moment that right now they're playing good football. Now you're right. I don't know how this is going to look without Marcus Williams down the stretch. The one good thing that makes me feel comfortable about this is knowing that at some point, Justin Houston and Tyus Bowser will return to help them from a pass rush perspective. So hopefully that helps them on the back end in the secondary. But, you know, I, I just feel like that this, this was always going to happen. I always felt like we were too hard on this defense too soon. And yes, do they need more personnel? Could they, could they afford to have more linebackers? All of these things. Yes, absolutely. But, in the past couple of weeks, they have improved. And I think that that's a, a, a good thing to say. And I think that the Patrick Queen interception was good, not only for Patrick Queen, but for the Ravens' defense, because quite frankly, Cordell, they've been throwing that pass to him the whole season. And he's dropped them the whole – they've right. been challenging Queen all season long. You know why? Because they knew he wasn't – they knew. Clearly the film must have told him he ain't – his hands wasn't all that good. And yeah. so – that they were going to pick on him and, and always try to attack his zone or his area. Having that pick after having two short picks drop may make quarterbacks think a little bit differently now. If they found out he was on the jug machine all last week <laughs> and he's going to continue to be on the jug machine this week, maybe you second guess yourself in throwing a ball in his area now. 
Yeah, I guess the tennis balls are helping. You know, him catching these tennis balls at practice. Personally, I don't. I don't know what the benefit of that is. I just don't just continue to catch footballs. I mean, that's yeah. what you have to catch in the game. Catch the footballs. But yeah, look, I, I've been kind of defending Patrick Queen all season. Even go back to last season, I felt like I've defended him. And I'm not saying that Patrick Queen is the next Ray Lewis. I'm just saying that Patrick Queen is good enough right now uh you don't have a replacement for him you you use the first round pick on him you got to give him every opportunity to show what he can do and I think he has shown flashes of what he could do I I'd rather have Patrick Queen than not right now as opposed to what the alternative is you know and I'm sure that there are better options out there at some point but they don't have those options at their disposal right now Mm -hmm. um but I do think that this defense continues to get good, get better. I like what I'm seeing from Matabike on the front line. He's wrecked more havoc this year, I believe, than he has to this point in years yes. past. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely excited to see how he continues to to develop going forward. And I just I'm I, I am to, I'm happy to see this team getting healthier as the year continues to go on. I want to see what they look like once they get Houston and Bowser back and. You know, obviously losing Marcus Williams, that's that's a step back in the health department. But, uh, you know, as long as everybody I think it'll, it will may force other guys to kind of step up to amplify their game a little more without their main guy in the back uh, of this defense right now. And that could that could be a good thing. Maybe this forces Kyle Hamilton to kind of step his game up and lock in and try to be more of the guy that they were hoping to get. Do they have uh, a choice? Do because, they have a choice? I mean, they don't have a choice right now. <laughs> they don't. They don't. And Kyle Hamilton has a choice. He, you know, he has the the option to be better than what he's been. I mean, I don't, look. I, I've tried to be understanding and dare I say it, coddle, you know, uh, uh, the rook. But at the end of the day, it's the NFL, man. We can't. The, this game does not slow. This this train isn't going to slow down and wait. For him, he's got to jump on board. They need him to be better than what he's been, especially going forward now with Marcus Williams hurt. They need Kyle Hamilton to be the first rounder that they drafted him to be. And so far, he has not been that. And I've given him – I've run out of excuses. I've run out of excuses for him. Uh, At this point now, he's got to step up. I think everybody wants to see him step up, and I don't think it's from a lack of want to. I think he wants to be better. I think he – honestly tries I do but he's got to try harder or try less you know they say sometimes when you're trying too hard that that's usually to your detriment so maybe try less I don't know do something (laughs) do something I'm all for thinking outside the box uh right now but Kyle Hamilton has got to start to show flashes right now uh because Pepe Williams looks like the best defensive defensive player from the Ravens draft class this year. And that's not yeah. a knock on Pepe Williams. I think he's been outstanding. I've been yeah. a fan of his since day one. But I need Kyle Hamilton to step his game up a lot. I completely agree. And, and it's time. It's time, young grasshopper, because they need you. They need they have a depth issue at this point, and they need you to come out of whatever it is that you're you're in and find a way to help this football team because you know, they, they really need you. And as a first-round draft pick, you really need to be prepared um, to help your teammates out in that regard. 